This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And welcome back in. Chris Mack in for Joe and Ed today. Aaron is back. So we got that going for us, which is nice. BetQL Daily, live coast to coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it today. It's free. Take us with you wherever you may be going. Maybe you got some long road trip to get to the shore or a lake or whatever you're doing, whatever your plans are, and you don't want to sit there and scroll through all the stations and look for something to listen to. Bang. Lock it on BetQL and take us with you, whatever you're up to. You can watch the show, too, twitch.tv slash BetQL. One hour from now, I get to introduce Aaron to my new favorite game, which I've now brought over to BetQL Daily. It's proliferating the BetQL airwaves, GTFO or O. Yeah, I'll explain when we get there, Aaron. Please don't be frightened. It doesn't actually involve any real profanity, at least not on the air. MLB Dream joins <laughs> us about 90 minutes from now, too, to look at today's MLB card, which we'll get to in a second because there's some interesting stuff that happened over the weekend, as well as things to look ahead to with, I believe, 10 games on the slate tonight across Major League Baseball. But let's start with the big story, Aaron. Uh, Jeff Passan, amongst others, uh, plenty of people reporting that the Angels are in, quote, listen mode on Shohei Otani. This is what happens when you go through a 4-10 and 10 stretch that sandwiches the All-Star break. They have fallen apart without Mike Trout in the lineup. Uh, they lose again to the Astros last night on Sunday Night Baseball. They lose that series. And so slowly but very quickly spiraling out of the AL West and AL wildcard pictures. So let's start there. Uh, the idea of dealing Shohei Otani. I understand there are several avenues to approach this from. The first one is if you're the Angels, if you're Artie Moreno, you owe it to your organization and your fans to get as much as possible before he leaves in free agency if you really believe he's going to walk away in free agency. And you can rebuild probably an organization on the back of a Shohei Otani deal, right? But the other side of that is, do your fans really want to hear about the future when you've got the best player in baseball on your roster? You've got the lone unicorn. You've got this generation's Babe Ruth. Why are you looking to deal him? Why aren't you looking to hold on to him until the absolute very last moment when it finally hits you that maybe you can't keep him? I I am back and forth on this. I'm curious what your perspective is because... I'll be honest, I can't imagine. Look, maybe it's because I come from the background of being the fan of an organization that always gets rid of their best players, the Pittsburgh Pirates, right? Every time somebody comes up and comes of age in Pittsburgh, it's just about counting down until they get dealt because they're not going to pay them. 
The Angels aren't one of those teams. They pay people, and they should pay Shohei Otani, at least in my opinion, and shouldn't be thinking about turning him into six different prospects. Uh, they should be thinking about how they pay him and keep him around and build around him for the future. Am I crazy? I think they should, but it sounds like Otani wants to be with a winning organization. And look, you have Otani and Mike Trout, and you still can't even make the playoffs. I mean, that's an epic failure by the Angels. Huge. And I just don't see, like, if they're not going to make the playoffs, what hope does Otani have? Like, it's just not working there, and it's kind of unfortunate. My initial reaction was the Tom Petty song free fallen because that's what they have been it seems like just a couple weeks ago things were all sunshine and roses for the angels so i bet the rangers to win the division before the season started and so i've been going back and forth with eddie gross he is from louisiana but all of a sudden jumped on the angels bandwagon because he now lives in la and so i like to tease him about it and you know say oh otani's new team is gonna be the dodgers or this or that and uh i like to poke fun at him but i i don't know i just think that from a business perspective it makes sense to pay him uh, sell those jerseys sell the tickets but mm -hmm. if Otani is telling people close to him that he wants to be with a winning organization and that's important to him, I don't know if he's going to want to stay there. Yeah, the, the craziest theory I saw, Aaron, over the weekend was Eric Karros on Fox on Saturday when they were talking about this. Um, <laughs> he made a great point. And I, I hope it's true because I think Major League Baseball needs more of this kind of drama that we get in the NBA and the NFL. But his point was, Otani should end up in San Francisco because if you're the Angels, the last thing you want is to keep the door open to Otani ending up up the freeway in LA, right? The last thing you want are your freeway rivals, the team that dominates your market, to end up with your guy, your unicorn, so to speak. And what better way to yeah. put the screws to the Dodgers than to deal Otani to their arch rival, their nemesis up in the Bay? Um, that's eight to one right now at some books. If you can find it to bet on Otani's next team or Otani's team after the trade deadline, 4 p.m. on August 1st. Angels are still the, the the favorite, at least as of, I believe, 48 hours ago. They were minus 475 to be the team that Otani is with come uh, August 2nd. But the Dodgers are the favorite if you're looking for him to end up elsewhere. I, I understand Shohei Otani's frustration. I'll be clear about that. But I think if I'm the Angels, I do everything I can to try to allay those fears over the next two months to, to, to show him why we can be the team that he can win with. But you're right. If, if he's already out on that line of thinking, then I don't know what you can do to bring him back in. Yeah, I agree. So it is interesting. I mean, the Yankees have also been in the conversation and they play um, today, in fact. So <laughs> maybe there'll be some, hey, hi, new teammate. How you doing type conversations. <laughs> the other thing is like, I don't see them. I know Ed was at the All-Star game in Seattle and the fans were, you know, chanting, come to Seattle. I don't see him going within the division. I think that would be similar to going to the Dodgers. Like, why would you right. shoot yourself in the foot? You don't want to get rid of Otani anyway. So why are you going to help another team that you see as a rival? So I don't see that as a fit. What about the Rays? I heard them tossed around as an option um, in the athletic. They had a piece this morning about it. Right. And that was their number one team. 
I guess the president of baseball operations was saying that, you know, they're going into the trade deadline with their eyes wide open. That would be very intriguing. The rich would, get richer. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is the Rays are one of those organizations that never really goes big on a contract, right? So would this just be a deadline edition and then they let Otani go out and test the market? Would it just be bolstering themselves after that great start where they have played a little bit more middling baseball over the last six to eight weeks to simply get through the rest of the regular season and into October with a weapon like Otani? And would Otani mm -hmm. have any interest in staying on the West coast of Florida once the season is over. But I think that's, if we're simply talking about a move that's only for the next two months, the final two to two to three months of the season, I think it does make a ton of sense for Otani because you go somewhere where, you know, you've got a good shot to win, right? And yep. the chance to win exists. And then the chance to go out and cash in, heck, if you really wanted to, you could go back to LA and, and sign in free agency. Um, but if it's really just about winning now, if that's really what's important to him, then yeah, what what better place to end up than a place like Tampa? Yeah, I wonder, does it feel as special if you join a team and win a World Series like late in the season like that and then you know you might not even be on that team again? Like it's just, I don't know, isn't it a little weird? I mean, a ring is a ring, right? And especially True. if you're the dude, if you're the dude who kind of helps it all gel and come together in the end, the guy that they spend a fortune on to get at the deadline, I'd kind of, I'd have a little extra puff in my chest. I'd walk around like, yeah, I'm, I'm the reason we won, uh, at least in my own mind, right? And so, yeah, I, I think, I think for Otani, that if, if, if you made a great point, like the championship is the thing for him right now. He can have all the individual accolades in the world, but if it's really about being with an organization that's going to win, then you don't mind going to a place like Tampa for two months. And I don't, I don't mean to denigrate Tampa. I love Tampa. I'm going on vacation to Anna Maria Island next month. So please, everybody in Tampa, cool your jets. But you go to a place like Tampa for two months and play in what is like a Costco warehouse with bases painted on the ground for two months to have a shot to win a title. And then you go off to free yeah. agency and cash in. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, and I think that would be intriguing for him because you know they're in a position to win the World Series and he could be that difference maker to solidify that. So hasn't he always said he wants to stay on the West Coast? I'm just so, like, all of these reports and trying to read the tea leaves, who knows? <laughs> yeah, it, it's... The Rays, what are their odds uh, for Otani to go to the Rays? I don't even know if they're listed. Let me find the the up to date numbers okay. that I had. Not, I just not even read this they would piece just... this morning, and yeah. I thought it they... was an interesting one that hasn't really been mentioned much. They would be in the field, which is ten to one on, on the odds that I saw uh, as of about twenty four okay. forty eight hours ago. So long odds. The Rays, I think, to your point, just kind of entering the conversation this morning, and the Otani conversation itself really just opening up in full form over the last 24 hours. Over the weekend, speaking of the Angels, we mentioned they lost their series to the Astros. Um, you also had 
the Braves losing their first series since May to the White Sox of all teams, who seem to have about three-fifths of their rotation on the trade block as well. You had the Yankees mm-hmm. losing their series in Colorado, scoring just 15 runs in 29 innings in Colorado after bringing in Sean Casey as the new hitting coach. Um, I had believed for a long time, Aaron, that it was likely we could get all three AL wild cards from the AL East because that division is so ridiculously strong. I'm starting to mm-hmm. wonder how much longer the Yankees can legitimately remain a part of that conversation. Um, if Aaron Judge is going to continue to be out long-term, the offense scuffling the way it has, I mean, we might look up in another couple of weeks right around trade deadline time, and they may be, I mean, they're, they're nine out in the division now. Wild card race, they are only two back, but if they continue to scuffle, then before you know it, we're looking at a Yankees team that's maybe four or five back in the wild card, double-digit games back in the division, and I, I can't believe Yankee fans saw this happening when they walked into this season, that they would be struggling to score runs and fighting for that final wild card with the trade deadline just two weeks away. Yeah, and they're nine games back of the Rays. I think the big story for me in that division has been the Orioles, who have won eight straight games. They just keep getting it done. It's very impressive. And then tonight, they've got Grayson Rodriguez on the mound. Of course, he was their top prospect, who really struggled, got sent back down. So it'll be interesting to see how he performs now that he's getting called back up. But yeah, this is a very interesting division i think the orioles and even the blue jays intrigue me much more than the yeah. yankees i'm with yeah you. yankees 18 it's, it's to 1 out. at bed mgm right now yeah blue jays 8 to 1 orioles plus 325 i mean orioles or blue jays with that kind of value i like either one of those um mm-hmm. i think probably not the best value right i'm sure you got a much better number on the orioles earlier in the year um, I'm sure you could get a better number on the Blue Jays earlier in the year, but those are still decent numbers. Plus 325 Baltimore, 8-1 to one Toronto to, to win the division. Uh, to make the playoffs, I think those numbers obviously are shorter, but still, it, it, you're, it's entirely possible you get three AL East teams into the playoffs uh, because that division has been so strong. At the top of that division, we mentioned the Rays in relation to Shohei Otani. Shane McClanahan going to get his first start since June tonight for the Rays, one of those 10 games that's on the card tonight. But in Texas against the Rangers and Dane Dunning, the Rangers, who you mentioned earlier, are trying to hold off the Astros in the AL West. Uh, The Astros trying to figure out the severity of that Framber Valdez injury. If it's not that serious, they'll feel a whole lot better about the AL West moving forward. But the Rangers, uh, plus 105 at home tonight against the Rays. Given I don't know how long the leash will be on McClanahan, I kind of like the Rangers tonight on the money line, plus 105. Dunning has pitched exceedingly well this year, 8-2 and with a sub-3 ERA. Uh, And again, I don't know if they'll let McClanahan sit out there very long if he should run into some kind of trouble early against this Rangers lineup. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, what are we going to expect out of McClanahan returning in his first game back in terms of, like, load management? How many innings do you think he will go? I mean, if he goes more than – if he goes six, I would be I, I would be more shocked. than satisfied as a Rays fan. Yeah, and, and shocked. Um, 
I would think yeah. it would be somewhere, you know, throw five solid Four. innings. If, if we want to roll you okay. back out there for the sixth, maybe we do. But I don't want to put too much stress on that arm, especially after the last two starts before he went out were exceedingly short. I think the last two or three starts were all less than four innings. So in mm-hmm. that case, I'm not I'm not putting too much on Shane McClanahan tonight in Arlington, and I like the Rangers on that money line. On the other side, Dunning could be due for some regression. His ERA yeah. is 284, but his expected ERA 472, XFIT 458. this might be but that makes me look at the bullpen right because i would stay away from first five too many question marks with these two pitchers what's the total on this now hold on let me scroll totals at nine this might be an over for us today aaron i like this rangers and rays over nine tonight in arlington we'll go off the board next top of the hour some nfl overs and unders And we'll manufacture some drama for our friends in Philadelphia. That all on the way. MLB Dream at 11 alongside Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack on BetQL Daily.